0: Hi, my name's Ly. Hi, my name's Freya. And we love nature. This This is our our show, Hidden Worlds, where we learn about the worlds that are hidden from our view. Our forests, and lakes. To deep space. Animals that live in our gardens. And the world of bacteria. Are you ready to explore Hidden Worlds, guys? Let's dive right in. Today, we are exploring the hidden world of our seas and oceans, and all the wonderful life it contains. First off, we went to the beautiful city of Galway, where we met Gary.
1: Yeah, here we are in uh, Galway Atlantic Quarry, located in the heart of uh, Galway Bay. We're delighted to be uh, the largest native species aquarium in Ireland, and we have uh, two floors uh, full of exhibits and uh, lots of tours throughout today day and interactive feeding times so it's a great experience for the family and for young people as well. So here we have, uh, this is our splash tank, whoa! Okay, um, that's not supposed to happen. Oh, no. <laughs> so what it is, is uh, uh, this has got a dual function so it uh, I suppose the splash adds a bit of excitement when people come in um, but these, because our, our focus is on native species and recreating their environments as best as possible so this is an example of, you know, the turbulent waters where they hunt. So, um, what happens is a lot of their food will get trapped in rocks, say, and um, the splash does dislodge the food. So they naturally hunt for food around um, areas where the water is just crashing against the rocks the as well. Happen, yeah. yeah, and they do. They're, they're, I suppose, they're designed to um, survive in different environments as well. So, if you look at a lot of our fish, can you see the lateral line? There's a line across their body. So, all fish have that, and what it does is like a sensor, okay? So they can detect sound waves or vibrations or. On
2: their skin. Yeah,
1: it's like a a radar on full time, okay? So it just stops them from, you know, uh, crashing into stuff and and, uh, crashing into rocks, okay? So, all fish have it. So, you see, it's a subtle line. And that's why we say to people when they come in, you know, don't bang the glass, because when you bang the glass, they react. But it's a stressor, do you know, because you can imagine that if you had a very sensitive eyes and someone was like, they flashed the light, you know. You'd, you see, now this guy, he's going to start getting a bit closer now because he's just gauging you just to see are you okay. These are wall tanks here. These, uh, these hold a number of the intertidal animals, so like starfish. Now, do you want to hear a disgusting story? Okay, here we go. So what's happening here? See the way starfish is supposed to be flat, but then you look like they're surrounding something. So if you make a fist, and you're gonna pretend you're a muscle, okay? You don't want to open, okay, so very strong. But with your other hand, you're gonna pretend you're a starfish. Now, a starfish is covered in tube-like feet, so he's gonna surround the muscle, and he's gonna start to pull it open, okay? So he's very strong, he's got brilliant suction power, so he starts to pull it open. And after a few hours, the muscle gets tired. And what the starfish does is he'll vomit his stomach into the muscle and rub his belly around him. And that? Upstairs, so you see it's it takes it's hours. It's... And see, so look, they laugh and fight over the food. And these are my favorite. Uh, we're gonna actually find loads of these today. Now these are, are hermit crabs. And um, as you can see, they, we have lots of shells in them because they move from shell to shell when they start to get bigger. Now you know the way everyone loves to go to a beach and they love to take their shells with them? that can be quite bad practice because what happens is um, it could be a home for hermit crab. So you not you take away a shell? You might be taking away a hermit crab's uh, home as well. So would you encourage kids not to take shells? No, just to leave it as it is. Um, oh, okay. interesting. We work off a principle, the leave no trace. Um, they have the principles that you know, the environment should be as you found it. So if you go and you know enjoy the environment responsibly, you, you know you don't impact on it. You know, oh, right. you know sometimes people take a yeah. uh, reminder of their trip, and you know that's well and good. But it's kind of like you're taking away. This is our little lobster. When I say little, I mean big. If you pull your skin, your skin is stretchy, isn't it? Yeah. So when I'm growing, I don't need to shed all my skin because my skin just grows around my body as I grow. Because the lobster skin is rock hard, you know, it's like cement. Uh, if they try to grow, they get squashed inside their own skin. So what they need to do is they need to do this thing called a mold. So they'll actually break out of their shell, okay? And they leave behind a mold. Now, you see, they're very grumpy. They'll, like, you know what I mean, they know they're being watched, so they'll kind of show, they'll display their claws. And um, their claws are different. One's a scissors, one's a, one's a hammer. So they cut and crush their food, okay? Uh, it just gives them food by biodiversity. It means they can eat different things because this will crack open a shell and this will be, you'll be able to cut the soft stuff. How do fish go to
0: sleep? How do they close
1: their eyes? A lot of them don't. Um, they're adapted, I suppose, to uh, shut off one side of their brain. Uh, some can sleep, uh, sleep uh, but some can't. But what they do is they shut down one side of their brain. So this brain will have a sleep, and that eye will close, and then the other eye will take over. Because, you know, uh, they are constantly need to look for food, so... Um, It's really hard for them to find time to sleep, but a lot of the, you know, the flatfish we have seen, they will sleep for, they're quite, they're quite happy enough to sleep because I suppose they won't have prey.
0: Sadly, not everyone cares about keeping our beaches and oceans clean. Gary took us to a local beach and showed us all the rubbish that some people leave behind.
1: Hi guys, so here we are, we're doing a beach clean with Clean Coast. Uh, clean Coast is uh, funded by Antashka, Department of Government. And what that does is it supports over 500 volunteers to run beach cleans. So normally you can set up your own group and talk to uh, Clean Coast. They're very supportive. What they do is they give you a kit. So they give you lots of plastic bags, they give you gloves, and they give you these tops for visibility, okay? So... It's really important that we set up as many Clean Coast Group because they all adopt the beach. So we've adopted Grattan Beach as our beach, okay? Now I'll just show you, they're trying to promote say, you know, uh, responsible use of the beach, like we talked about earlier with the Leave No Trace. The, so I'm just going to spill out the bin, back i just show you what we found so far. This is based on the concept of a two minute beach clean. So just have a look at this now, in two minutes, this is how much uh, rubbish I found, okay? So we're going to go through it, okay? So. We look at aluminium, okay? Aluminium is uh, recyclable, right? But it's not recyclable if it's left the environment for over six months. It becomes useless. So this will last the environment for over 400 years, okay? So that's, so that's just a can, like? That's just a can that someone's drinking and just left on the beach behind them. This happens a lot, especially with the warm weather. You know, people bring down their beach, uh, their beach towels and everything. And what, what happens is these are more or less made of, uh, they're not made of natural fibers. They're probably made of polyester. <coughs> and polyester will last for, for another 100 years okay And what effect would they have on, on the animals and the wildlife? Yeah so what this does is I suppose it pollutes their environment So you see things like this small things So birds are very inquisitive uh, Birds will think that as food or they'll use it for their nests So the impact of this is that could, could kill, it could kill uh, seabirds Because these will bring home thinking as part of their You know for making nests and the chicks will eat that and die okay um, <coughs> You'll find lots of old abandoned rope Okay um, this one now is a really challenging one. Okay, this is a tissue, but you'll find lots of wet wipes. That's actually probably a wet wipe. So wet wipes are another problem as well. The I suppose the industry of wet wipes has worth billions to them. Okay, they produce billions of them. Like they make they, makes, they make lots of money for the wet wipes. But the problem with wet wipes is that they're also not a natural environment. So they end up on the beach, and you see, I found one or two there. I'll find more cigarette butts, uh, little bits of plastic. Uh, this plastic was probably much larger, um, but what happens is, if a large bit of plastic ends up on the beach, you know how there's so much rocks and everything on the beach, so they'll start to break it up into tinier, tinier little pieces, then it becomes macro plastic, and then eventually it'll become micro plastic, okay? Um, so this is another bad environment because it's polluting the environment. Uh, cigarette butts... Um, uh, so just so you see, I just did a beach clean for two minutes, and that's how much litter I found. Uh, So the list, like, we can have a wander to too now, but um, you will see lots of litter. So the thing is, uh, please use the beach responsibly. Uh, Don't bring, uh, try to bring your litter home with you, or try to bring more uh, stuff that's reusable, like reusable water bottles and cups, okay?
0: They got even better exploring the hidden worlds that live underneath the rocks and shells you never see with Dr. Noreen Burke.
2: Everyone with me? brilliant okay right let's go so guys the kind of things we're going to go looking for we're going to look for animals and plants that don't move around very much first of all because they're the easiest things to find so exactly yeah so the very first thing we we'll probably look at is a bit of seaweed right you have fish at home excellent And then the other thing we can look for is animals that are stuck onto the rocks or living on the rocks or living in the sand because they won't try and run away either or swim away. Now, guys, if we just stop here for a minute, okay, because i have one of the first signs of life here. So different animals and different plants live on different parts of the shore. Ethan, can you tell us what makes all these little marks here on the sand? Can you the little worms isn't it and the worm that actually makes these ones is called a log worm okay he lives in a little u-shaped burrow underneath the sand and as he goes down through the sand and he eats the sand the old sand comes up the old sand that's gone through him that he's taken all the nutrients out of it comes out i suppose he's bum really and what you're seeing there we call them worm poo squiggles of worm poo because that's all the old sand that the lugworm has pushed up. So all those worms are living under the sand. And if you look at all the little bumps all over the sand, you'll see that there's thousands, isn't there? Now, this little girl here said she saw a bird. And there is a lovely, I think it's a, what is it, crow? Yeah, uh, flying across. So you can see there's actually lots and lots of different birds down here. Now, right, we have to start, let's start with the guys that, let's, Let's start with the things that are moving. So that is a tiny, tiny baby shore crab, right? He is probably, so his first year of life, he's going to take off that old shell and harden up new bigger shells over and over and over again over the next, hopefully, 10 years. Um, So that's our little shore crab. So he's just a tiny little baby, he's living up here uh, on this part of the shore and as he gets bigger he'll move out further now the next animal that we could see moving there was the sand uh, they've actually all kind of disappeared on us now so we'll have to turn over another rocket this is a moon or a common jellyfish it is a dead one machine if you want to put it into the water there the guys might be actually able just to see it in more detail so we know that that's a common, well, yeah, that's a common or a moon jellyfish. We know that it's that type of jellyfish cause it has the pink circles on it. So when it was alive, it would have had four of those pink circles. Now, do you see all these little white guys stuck here on the rock? Barnacles, exactly, Ethan, yeah. So these are all our barnacles and barnacles are another cousin of the crab. They live stuck onto the rock with their head They have their house built all around them and when the tide comes in, they stick their feet out through their little, they open their little doors up on the top of their house and they stick their feet out to catch their food. Okay, so that's barnacles, yeah. Now, do you see this guy here? These are periwinkles. So these guys here are little, these are rough periwinkles. If I run my nail along the side of their shell, it's kind of ridged or rough. So these are little periwinkles. And there's loads and loads of different types of seashells living down here at the shore. This is a smooth periwinkle. Boys and girls, can I show you a vicious predator on the seashore? This is a vicious predator. So this is a dog whelk, that's right. So this dog whelk likes to sit on top of those poor limpets. And Ethan, can you remember what does he do to eat them? That's right he drills a hole in the top of the limpet sticks a special straw like tongue through the hole dissolves the poor limpet inside his shell and then sucks him up and then he heads on to the next limpet okay so that's our dog whelk. so now what have we found so far barnacles periwinkles limpets dog whelks shore crabs wow guys there's so many crabs it could be a sponge is it oh yeah oh it's eggs oh yeah do leave it there guys because i think they're sea slug eggs which means if we take them then they might they mightn't survive so do leave them there yeah oh yeah that's a seaweed car oh that's a sea slug good woman so guys this is a sea slug has someone got well, no it's, I don't know, they don't particularly like being held very much. You need to get him hey, into you a, a bucket. Um, Ooh, he
0: just went oh,
2: yeah. okay. Hope you enjoy the shows,
0: guys. And don't forget to take your rubbish with you next time you visit the beach. And yeah, go easy on the sea shells. Don't forget you could be stealing a hermit crab's home.